Hello, and welcome to SolveCast. My name is Andrew Bernier, and I'll be your host today. Today, we have Felix Bach with us, and he is the founder and CEO of Chop Value. Uh, Felix, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excellent. So Chop Value looks very exciting. Uh, so first off, what is Chop Value, and what is it trying to solve? Yeah, um, Chop Value is exciting. It started as an inspiring story of uh, how to create a viable circular economy business uh, with a humble chopstick as a thought leader. So we uh, recycle chopsticks and turn them into new engineered materials and design products, home decor and furniture in a unique process using uh, technology from the automotive industry. And uh, yeah, up to date, we have recycled more than 30 million chopsticks and we are now franchising this concept as a circular economy franchise microfactory model. Wow, that's very innovative. Excellent. So then what was the moment that really you decided to pursue chop value? Um, I think there are, there are multiple things coming together here. Um, uh, one thing I, I did my PhD work on structural bamboo products and, you know, living in Canada, you obviously often get get questioned why bamboo about live in Canada. And I was always joking that if I ever run out of research material, I would just start collecting chopsticks. And I think that idea really um, started to come to fruition when, when I was noticing how much recycled wood waste we actually have from all the demolished housing and construction sites, uh, which then led me to uh, you know, actually going through the numbers that we are throwing out 100,000 chopsticks uh, away every single day in Vancouver, BC, Canada. And I thought this actually has a chance to scale. And uh, yeah, it led from, you know, crazy story to to tangible business model. Wow. So, I mean, you've essentially looked at this resource that most people see as a waste. Uh, and here it is, providing essentially the blueprint, the, the footprint, if you will, of this of this enterprise that you have. So then what has been your experience so far? So has it pretty much been the same from your original vision or how much have you had to change and pivot based off of say the, uh, I mean, I don't imagine there's a shortage of used chopsticks out there, but you know, how, how is, how is where you're at now changed from your original vision? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good question. I think at the starting point, it was really just that inspiring story on, on, you know, and, and, and seeing how people perceive the idea and it wasn't really structured as a business, but then uh, you kind of just grow ever since. And I think from the very first material we developed all the way to now the, the consistency in the production process and, you know, up to 35 in staff up to today, we just realized that even throughout the last six months, um, you know, in 2020, we we showed some business resilience and and uh, yeah you're right we have no shortage in resource we have continued to innovate with new products we react to local market needs and I think the consumers they're also ready for um, more conscious um, purchase decisions more sustainable decisions for their own homes which makes it easier for us to actually place our products. Okay, so you know you mentioned you have a staff of 35. Was that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Okay, and you you serve you you send the uh, manufacturing out products out for uh, franchisee licensing, correct? Mm -hmm. That's right. So we we actually provide the entire microfactory concept, uh, you know, including machinery, all the market and uh, sales enablement tools, the training, um, so that every city that wants to start a Chop Valley microfactory can source locally, produce locally, and distribute the products locally, and that's. 
I think the uniqueness when you when you think of it from a made local aspect wherever you are. Are you finding um, that different regions kind of have different uh, barriers, or is it pretty streamlined from when you're able to set up uh, a business or an entity or individual even with uh, the service from one of those? Is it, is it the same, or do you always have to kind of adjust and tailor to each one? Yeah, I think every, so the concept is the same everywhere, you know, collecting chopsticks and producing products, <laughs> but um, the the local market entry is is likely different for for every single franchisee and every single uh, market entry strategy that they define would work best for their community. Um, we always say that every franchisee or every partner that we work with can define what success means for them. Uh, that means, you know, do you, do you hire three people or do you hire 10 people is, is truly up to you and what products you create and what market you serve with the end product. Um, so you had said that you believe and have gotten the sense that consumers are not just willing, but act- actively seeking out a, a product like this that takes advantage of the recycled material. And even looking at some of the products online, you know, uh, you have recycled shelving, um, tables, uh, desks, that sort of thing. Um, can you talk to me a bit more about your interactions thus far with the potential consumers? What are what's your vibe on what people are looking for when it comes to you know, a quality wood product? In this case, coming from uh, what has traditionally been seen as a waste material. Yeah, of course. I think um, what we learned in in this process of building this brand is uh, obviously the first impression is an is an important one and 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 how people see your brand and then perceive the design of your products. But the lasting success is obviously the quality you create in 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 value add of a process using a recycled material to create something really really high quality, uh, durable and lasting for a second lifetime. I think that's the key of success. And then from a consumer perspective, um, you know, the, the silver lining of people spending a bit more time at home is probably that one extra or two extra minutes they take to read into the impact of each product mm-hmm. uh, that you have. So maybe that is influencing some of the purchase decisions um, where where people rethink um, the impact they have on their consumerism and this is definitely the positive outcome we have felt during our growth in 2020. So then, you know, you're talking about growth now, and oftentimes growth is seen as the measure of success uh, for uh, any. So actually, let me ask another question. How far along is Chop Value? How long have you been in existence now? Uh, we are now uh, almost four years old. Okay. And, uh, you know, we, we, we're also celebrating uh, some of our first employees their four-year anniversary so they have i think they're just more excited than me to 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 kind of just uh, watch our growth and growth for us means having more impact in more locations uh you know building local uh wow moments of of what's viable in circular economy with with this humble chopstick vision uh that's what growth means to us Uh, you know alongside revenue obviously because we we do believe that uh, you can have the most powerful impact and sustainability and environment by actually building um, a financially sound and viable business. So those are all obviously aspirations that most businesses early on or even getting a few years in, um, like Chop Value is, deems as success. So is that are those the metrics that you're using right now for current success? And also, what does future success look like for Chop Value? Yeah, so 
the, the, the current success is obviously um, measuring, you know, what are the products we create? What's, what's, what's the revenue targets and so on. That's, you're right. There's a traditional business sense, but I think the, the future success is definitely built in. How can we repeat that in the most stable and sustainable way um, in every city uh, in the world that we would like to expand to with the right partners? And how can we enable other independent small business owner to run our concept and not withhold any any of of the knowledge we created already because we believe that the, the bigger impact is actually when we share as much knowledge as we have um, in an existing successful um, concept and i think this is where we are today so then my last question to you and this is kind of a bigger one uh, obviously mm -hmm. this top value is a you know classic example of an enterprise in the circular economy and trying to make sure that there's absolute reuse, recapture, and repurposing of material that oftentimes would be destined for a landfill. Um, I don't think there's any shortage of space for other entities to get into the circular economy. Uh, and so if you were to encourage other entrepreneurs and other startups, not necessarily going after chopsticks, but just trying to make space some elsewhere in the circular economy, what words of wisdom would you have for others that would want to pursue a, a solution similar to this, and what you know, some of the, what are the, some of the lessons learned that you have on the way? Yeah, I, I definitely don't have words of wisdom, but I think I have a strong advice that that uh, circle economy and you know the, the resource efficiency thinking should simply be the norm for not any not not only any new business that is starting up that that is. Uh, doing some sort of a resource extraction, but also for any existing business. What we realized with our concept is that, uh, you know, if we can do what we do with with a little chopstick as a as a as a, you know, leading by example model, then imagine what other resources are out there in our urban environment that you could uh, urban harvest um, that can create similar or bigger businesses than we are. And this is this is our biggest statement that we would like to make. Excellent. Felix, I really appreciate you taking the time today. Thanks so much for the interview. Thanks for your time. Absolutely. Felix Box is the CEO and founder of Chop Value, uh, and we appreciate your time. Uh, my name is Andrew Bernier, and this is Solvecast.